The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Before I get the keys, we're just coming in with the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! What's better than number one looks like? I guarantee you blows the road like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic forum. Assemble. We are back. It seems like we were just here yesterday, but we're back we're to our morning morning schedule. Uh, yeah, we're here again. Oz is on the line. Oh, was that my cue? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. It, Wasn't used to that one. You're not used to hearing him in the mornings, but he's here Thursday mornings. Uh, and we got Joe on the line as well. Hey, what's up? And Larry, Larry will be here soon if all all goes well. If not, I'll have something to give him shit about when he does come back. Uh, We got a good show for you today. We're going to be giving you some more uh, TV-themed stuff since Oz can't be part of our TV Tuesday. So we're doing TV Thursday this week. We got going to be talking about Black Clover. We're going to get Joe's impression of that. I know he's talked about it before, but I want to hear where everything is now without having to watch it. And I've been watching a couple TV shows myself. We, got, we had the Modern Family finale last week, and we had, what else? And then I, I found a, a good uh, Apple, Apple Plus show that's really good called Home Before Dark. So I'll, t- I'll talk about that. And then Oz, you got anything you're going to talk about TV-wise? Well, a lot of the stuff that that uh, I I wanted to talk about, you guys don't watch. It's just really Lawrence that watches it. And then I know he's tried to talk about it on the show, but he's always been wrong because, you know, he's Lawrence. Yeah. So, of course, when I can be here in the morning, no Lawrence. This isn't the first time. I don't think I've done a morning show with Lawrence at all. Yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah. See? I... I think it's me. Maybe you're Lawrence. 
That is so incorrect, friend. <laughs> you respectfully dif- disagree. Um, yeah. So we got that for you. Well, we got some comic book news that we didn't get to from yesterday, as well as some you know, some new stuff that came out today. And we have a heavy metal minute as well. So yeah, sit back. If you want to take part in this, you got anything to say about uh, TV and comic book news, you can give us a call. Um, Larry's not on, so you don't call the, that Fantastic Forum line, but you can definitely call me, Moses Magnum, on Skype. I'll pick up. Or, yeah, I guess I'll pick up. I'll probably disconnect while I pick up, because I don't know how to do it. I'm an old fogey, an old fart. I don't know technology like that. Um, I remember when we were trying to do the conference call, Oz, Oz pointed it out because we couldn't hear Joe. And I'm like, oh, I got to get a message to him. I write it on a piece of paper and hold it up to the camera. And it's like, you can type into Skype. Right. Like, Well, it's not just that you can do it because I honestly, I didn't know that minute that you could do it either. I never, it's not something I've ever done. But Joe was doing it. So I'm like, what? Doesn't he see that Joe's doing it? So it's, yeah. obvi- it's obviously a feature. Yeah, I, I I definitely looked like that little old lady looking at the computer in the meme. That's how I felt. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, you can call me Moses Magnum on Skype, uh, Hecht in chat, or you can join us in chat. Chat's always there. All allgames.com slash chat. It's on Discord. I think you could get the link there, but you can just go to the allgames.com uh, channel on Discord, and we're there. Hector and Chad, he says, uh, heavy metal minute in capitals. And then he says, fuck technology. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's jump into it, man. Joe, man, when's the last time you talked about Black Clover? Probably at the beginning, huh? No, I talked about, I feel like it was like a month or two, month and a half ago I mentioned it. When they were fighting the devil and the elves were possessing people. Oh, that's right. That's right. Right. Well, that arc is finished. And as a result of that arc, uh, Asta, the main character, has been convicted of treason uh, because they don't recognize the fact that devils like control people or something. So basically he's got to research the devils and clear his name. So they take a trip to the heart kingdom because there's a a curse there and they talk to the queen and it turns out she was cursed by a devil and she's about to die. So in six months, she's going to launch an attack against him. And so now uh, the Black Bulls and the Magic Knight captains are going to train so that in six months they'll be ready to help with the assault on the devil of the Spade Kingdom. So these last two episodes are pretty good. And again, they're like a good jumping on point. Uh, They basically explain most of what you need to know um in order to get into it so if you wanted to start watching it like episode 129 you could just jump in for the most part you'd be okay uh, with very relatively little 
catching up. So that it's a good starting off point. Um, yeah, like if you don't want to watch the whole thing, if you're like, I don't know if I want to watch the whole thing or I want to get into it, but I don't know if I want to go back 130 episodes. Like right now is a good time to jump on if you just want to do that. Okay, and it's on, on Verve? Yeah. Um. The subtitle is on Verve. I believe, but I, don't quote me, Funimation has the uh, the uh, dub. I no. believe, but I don't have Funimation, so I've been watching the subtitles. Cool. Um, let's see, I... I... I watched the Modern Family finale, and it's, I think, season 10 or 11, and they'd had a two-hour event last Wednesday night, and yeah, it was, it, you know how most sitcoms, they have their finale and everybody leaves, and that's how, like, they end, like, everybody just goes their separate ways? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they did this, but they did a play on that, so... It's like every time they're leaving, either the flight gets grounded or canceled or postponed, and then they come back. So they do the goodbye moment throughout the whole episode. Like every, well, that's pretty funny. Every like five minutes. Uh, and then, uh, then the second half hour is the real goodbye. But they stop doing that gag for the second half hour. And they focus more on characters where they're going to be going. And it's like seeing, like watching the show play out at the end, because everybody was really young when it started. Like, I don't know. It's it's only been 10 years, 11 years, but it looks like it's been like 20, like because the kids were like really little. <laughs> yeah. Except for Ed O'Neill. He was old from the start, right? Uh, he, he was old from the start, but he looked young, like especially how he looks now. Like, to me, like, play, watching the series play out, like, he looks the same to me the whole time. But then when he actually put the side-by-side, side, like, it's really, like, it, yeah, it's jarring how old he got <laughs> real quick. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was you know, kind of heartfelt. It was like you're watching these characters move on, and, and we'll see when they bring them back for the reboot 20 years from no, now. No, it was... It was just a regular story, right? It wasn't like a clip show or anything. No, nah, no clip show. It was a, it was like a, a one hour episode. Yeah, I remember how disappointing the Seinfeld finale was. Yeah, even though I liked the ending, I liked the ending. Like that yeah. was cool. Yeah, but it was essentially just a huge clip show, which was even more insulting because they played a clip show right before it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I watched Seinfeld from beginning to end like four times, but mm -hmm. that finale I only watched one <laughs> once out of that four times, like on streaming. <laughs> it's right. like after a while, like once I started getting towards the end, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch my favorite, just my favorite old episodes. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely Which wasn't a clip show. They they did a good job ending it. 
Okay. And then Wait, one real powerful question. Oh, okay. Is one of your favorite episodes the Frogger episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go back to Marlon Family. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it would be the race. I like the race too. Because that's where his girlfriend's name is Lois, right? Yeah, and he's racing the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they play the spot, the Superman music like for the race. Yeah, I need to go watch that show again. There's yeah. a lot of good stuff. Huh? There's a lot of good stuff in that show, man. Yeah. Well, there's a lot like of comic book references too, like just the Superman thing, but talk about Iron Man and all this shit way back in the day, you know? Yeah, back when people didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. They're like, oh, that Seinfeld is so funny. Where does he come up with this stuff? <laughs> but yeah, he, um, yeah, it, it was, Seinfeld was, was a good TV show. Um, but yeah, and then the second hour of Modern Family was a documentary of the finale, like chronicling basically how how it started and how it got to where it is and behind the scenes stuff. That's- yeah. And well, you see the actual like they said that the dude that plays Phil Dunphy, Ty Burrell, they they wrote that character for him because they're like, oh, this is perfect for him. But then the network was like, nah, like we don't want to. We don't like him. Like, it, it, he, he like it's described it like, I don't know why, but everybody just had something against me. Like, they just didn't like him. They didn't like his face. Like, ugh, like they, they're like, I don't like this guy. I hate that guy. And it's like all these powerful people. So they're like, we don't want to do the show without him because this character is him for all intents and purposes. So they just shot uh, a, on camcorder like a little little scene of them like the kid finding a toy gun and playing with it and you know irresponsibly so he's trying to teach him how dangerous it could be and accidentally shoots him and he's like and then (laughs) and then he's like oh my god i I didn't know it was loaded and then he's like but look it's it's like supposed to be locked and then he shoots him again like three times and then the daughter comes out like dad what are you doing and as he turns around he shoots the daughter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and even how i'm explaining it doesn't do it justice but watching that like that that actually aired on the show on one of the early episodes but watching it in that camcorder footage was like man that's crazy like they showed it to they showed it to the studio and they're like okay we get it like do it with them but you know they had to do that essentially like that's a, a their hail mary yeah <laughs> Wow. That's a lot yeah. of fucking work for one actor. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if you watch the series, like that that actor, man, he he's he's one of the funniest parts of that show. Like they're all they all have their little strengths when it comes to the humor and delivery and all that. They all they all do it. Like you can't do it without one of them. Like it's weird. Yeah, um, I, I understand but, why they wanted him. I, like I, I see all that. It's just putting in that kind of effort, you don't see that very often. Like a lot of a lot of people would have just given up, just found somebody yeah. else so that they could get greenlit, you know. Yeah, they would have got Joe McHale. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it's so th- like seeing that was really cool. Like I actually, not that I didn't enjoy the finale, but I was really enjoying that documentary about how it was made and different. Like 
like it, the Eric Stone Street character. He plays one of the gay husbands, the fat one. And he like his childhood dream was to be, be a clown. And then when he shared that story to like one of the creators, he's like, oh, can we see a picture? And like, yeah. And so they, they show him like when he was auditioning for clown college. And he's like, you know what? We're gonna, you're gonna be a clown. So they they always made episodes like two episodes a season where he's a clown, <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. yeah. So he's like he he like he was really like he expressed that he was real thankful to play that character because he was able to live his dream of being a clown too in a bigger circus than he would have been had he just been a plain old clown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was cool. And then you know, watching the kids grow up like. They just relay stories about how they look at these people like their parents, you know, like very, um, how do you say, like, yeah, paternal, you know, to the point that one of the daughters, when they got married in real life, her fiance, her husband went to ask for her hand to her real parents and her TV parents. Yeah. He had to oh, get that's cool. Essay. So. It's little shit like that that I'm like, wow, all this shit that goes behind the scenes. Um, and then one of the like the real cool ones I liked was the guy that plays uh, Ed O'Neill's stepson. Like he was really little, but he was a he was a smart kid. Like you always knew that from watching him. But as an actor, like he learned from Ed O'Neill. So Ed O'Neill just basically took him as like an understudy and just like. You know, the the director would tell shit to the kid, and then the kid would do it, but it'd be, you know, not as good as they would like. And then Ed O'Neill would just be like, hey, everybody, just take a break. And then he would just talk to him for five minutes and then just tell the director, all right, you're ready. And then they'd get the scene they needed. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And Ed O'Neill talked about how <laughs> he... uh He's like, I never want to do a half hour TV anymore. Like he put me on, he told his agent, put me on something real on something, you know, either a movie or, or a HBO show. Like I, I'm tired. I don't, I don't want to be in the sitcom anymore. Yeah. And this is before mm-hmm. he read the script. And then once he read the script, he's like, fuck it. I'm in. Yeah. Like, I think I read something where he actually said, this is going to go on for 10 years. Yeah. He, that's, that's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> when he did it. And, uh, and they show in the like one of the older the the early like pilot video like behind the scenes videos, the dude that that uh, Ty Burrell like he goes you know I'm gonna be working with this kid till he's 31, and then yeah sure enough <laughs> that's what happened. But yeah, and uh, it's just the, what always gets me about the Ed O'Neill character like in the album he was like that dude married to a over the top wife that always wears animal print and then here is the same, the same thing but it's you know one's a shoe salesman the other one's like a business magnet yeah i was always expecting like uh katie seagal to show up yeah like, I, I me too every time they showed like they, they referenced his ex-wife and they hadn't shown her yet like i'm like man if it's her it's gonna be awesome but it wasn't like or the or for the finale where you find out that He's Al Bundy and he faked his death years ago. Yeah. Yeah. There was a scene in it where he's reading the exact newspaper he was reading in Married with Children. And that was that was kind of weird. 
But yeah, all in all, I was like, man, I hate, I hate to see the show go, but you know, I like how it went. Yeah, yeah, it's always cool when the show ends up ends on a high note. Yeah, and I I wanted like because I didn't start watching Modern Family till about season six or seven, and the reason I watched it was because. I saw how like <laughs> my mom was like irked by the gay couple and she started being funny, acting overly effeminate because of them as Hispanic people tend to do. And it just cracked me up. So I kept watching it to get more reactions from her so I could like tape them, but she didn't mm-hmm. do it anymore. So then I was just stuck. And by the time that day was over, I'm like, oh, now I'm hooked. So... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to buy uh, the whole season on Apple. Like it was a hundred bucks for all ten seasons. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, it, it's it's worth it to me. At, but at the time, I didn't do it. And then now, I'm like, you know what? I'll wait till the new season's about to start. That way, I could like binge it. And then when I went to look back, they were back to thirty bucks each season. I'm like, oh. That sucks. And now, like, I don't know if they're going to put them on streaming. Like, I would think Disney Plus would have already done it, you know? But they're, they, don't, they don't... Disney Plus sucks. They, gotta, <laughs> they don't have a lot of family. They might be raw for Disney Plus. Well, maybe, but Hulu, like... They got to... Yeah, I could go to Hulu. They got to add hair stuff to all the gay scenes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to paint them as a woman. Probably make it worse, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's just kind of interesting. Disney has really been letting gay like fly lately. Yeah, well, Bob Iger is uh, like under his uh, his watch. Everything's been a little more uh, inclusive and and representative and diverse, you know. But details. Like in DuckTales, one of the characters has two dads. Is it one of the? Well, yeah, it's not one of the main characters because. No, but it's it's a bigger side character. Okay. Like she's been in the finale. She was in the finale of last season. Okay. Yeah, I got I got to watch that, and then yeah. Uh, the Modern Family is Disney, but it was made. It was made. It was actually one of those like weird conjunctions where it was made paid for by Disney, but made by Fox. Like they used the oh, Fox, okay. they used the Fox Studios and everything for all the technical stuff, but Disney commissioned it from Fox. You know what I mean? It's like they knew mm-hmm. they'd get it back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, we'll get them to do that, the hard work, and then we'll get it back. And uh, so, yeah, so now it's weird because they still do, at the end of the credits, they still do the 20th Century Fox thing. And I know they had talked about taking that stuff away, but they're still doing it there. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. But that's interesting. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Joe, man, yesterday I saw you posted in chat the 
how disturbing you how disturbed you were by the Saved by the Bell reboot. Oh yeah, I started getting nauseous. I thought I was gonna throw up. <laughs> Boy, Wait, why? why? <laughs> I don't know. Just the thought of it, like of all those characters and having kids, and AC Slater is gonna be the gym coach. It's just ugh, <laughs> like ugh. It, I don't like it. It doesn't sit well with me at all. Well, Slater was the meathead. I mean, what else would he be? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. I'm, I'm just saying it nauseates me. Well, what's weird? Like, go ahead. Well, well, what I found disturbing, too, was with A.C. Slater, while we're on that subject, is that he looks the same. Oh, like, yeah. he didn't age at all. Yeah, Mario Lopez, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looks good for his age. Like, he, at he, some he, point, he's doing <laughs> like when he uh when he was in the locker room with the other dudes that are his students, like they just looked like they, it made those students look like little kids. Because <laughs> it's like they're you could tell they're younger than him, but if he like looks that young, then they gotta be younger, you know? Right. Uh Tiger Claw in chat says it's the 20th century studios now. Can't say Fox anymore. That's I know that's what I said, Tiger Claw. But that's not what the card says at the end of the show. It says 20th Century Fox. You know what, what did kind of bug me about that that Saved by the Bell reboot? What? You have, was it? Z- Zach Morris's son is in it, right? But he doesn't have that cosmic power of, of freezing time. As far as yeah. we know, they show somebody else like using it that I have no idea who that is. It feels like Zach Morris's son should have Zach Morris's powers. Well, yeah, if he's half celestial like Zach Morris, yeah, definitely. So yeah, that that kind of bugged me, although it did Tech make. Chat. Me... Go ahead. Oh, Hector Chat says Zach Morris is a sociopath, and there's actually a whole show on Amazon. Yeah, or it just started somewhere else, but it's on Amazon now, called Zach Morris is Trash. And it's just all about shitty shit that uh, Zach Morris did. Like it, it's so crazy when you watch it in that in those little vignettes, cause it's like, man, this guy is terrible. Like, and I remember seeing it, and you know when it aired, and it wasn't like, okay, he's up to hijinks. But then when you actually watch it edited like that, it's like, yeah, this guy, surprised he hasn't killed anybody. Right, like. We went, like, comedy went through a phase where they had all these, like, douchey, cool kid-type characters. Like, I think, I'm not sure if Ferris Bueller started it, but started, like, around that his time, like, all the shows had them. Uh, uh, Boys Will Be Boys had one. Uh, That one show Lawrence used to love. Parker Lewis? Fuck. Yeah, Parker Lewis can't lose. Like, those characters, and they were not good. Like, I don't know why Zach, like, Zach had a charm to it so that you kind of ignored it a lot of times. But well, definitely look back on it, it's like, man, he's the worst. 
Right, but he was good looking, and good looking people can get away with being assholes. Well, not only that, but he would also get his comeuppance. Like, it's not like he went unpunished. You know, he did a couple times, like he got away with it, but a lot of times everything would blow up in his face. That is true. Like, that never happened to Parker Lewis. Yeah, no, Parker Lewis got scot free. Well, he like, can't lose. Yeah. But he can't get a reboot either. So you, so you guys aren't gonna, you guys aren't gonna watch the Saved by the Bell thing, right? I am. Is it like an ongoing series, like a several issue series, or just like a movie thing? Um, I think it's, I think it's a series on. It's gonna be on Peacock. Yeah. See, and at um, first I kind of, yeah, I don't, so I can't watch it. So that, that's sad. I'm, I'm going to miss out on all the Saved by the Bell reboot. Uh, I, I have a feeling we'll get screeners. Fortunate. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to see it. And I'll tell you the moment they got me in the, in the trailer. It's where he sits down, where uh, Slater sits down the boys. And he's like, yeah, when I, was, when I was your age, I used to fight with my best friend over girls all the time, too. And he looks at one of them and he's like, in fact, that was your mother. <laughs> and he's like, but then I got over it. I just found another another girl and started hitting that. And he looks at the other kid. Hey, that was your mother. <laughs> I just, like, I saw that. I was like, okay. I'll at least watch the first episode. Um, it was a Tiger Claw that did it. Yeah, Tiger Claw posted in chat that they're doing a a Punky Brewster reboot series, too. Now, that doesn't make me nauseous. I'm no. just curious as to why. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember Punky Brewster being that popular. I mean, yes, it got four seasons, but back then everything got four seasons. Yeah. It was like hardly anything didn't have four seasons to it. So, and yeah, that's, that's, and I mean, yeah, they had a cartoon, which wasn't particularly good. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's kind of like a why. Like, yeah. you know what I would like to see rebooted? And I could understand it if they did reboot it. Blossom. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about like, that. Too. Would be interesting, I think. I, I was thinking about that, too, because, well, because I've been watching uh, Big Bang Theory, and I finally finished it. And at the end, she stops dressing the way she dresses and it looks more like how Blossom would be as a grown-up. You mm-hmm. know? So I'm like, ah, oh, I wonder if they were, would bring that back. But isn't it like Joey Lawrence dead? I think he's bald. Uh, oh, yeah, that's yeah, he might as well be dead. Let's see, I'll look he it lost up. His hair. Did Punky Brewster, but she, I, got, she got rid of the boobs, right? I, uh... Never mind. <laughs> no, I think she had, she had a reduction because they're like too big. Why? Why bother rebooting that show anyway? <laughs> Reboobing it? Am I right? I am interested in what they do with it, but yeah. I doubt it'll have the same charm. Punky Brewster or Blossom? Oh, they're not doing Blossom. You want Punky. Blossom? Uh pretty sure what they've been doing with all these shows, where like now. Her kid is punky. 
Yeah, but the thing about Punky Brewster was that wasn't she like adopted? Yeah. Like so she's just being taken care of by this little old man and I mean maybe they'll do right. that. She has a sugar daddy. Now it's a, another old man taking care of her. No, or she adopts another kid. That's funny. Like if you tried to do that now, everyone would think it was weird that an old man adopted this little girl. Yeah. That's just how our sensibilities have changed. Well, I mean, it would be no weird. Back in censoring Punky Brewster. Like, how would people react if you if you told them, hey, this old rich guy adopted two little black kids? Oh, that's racist. <laughs> I mean, that's different strokes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but you can't get away with shit like that. Even though I like that show, I thought it was cool. See, that kind of that kind of that kind of works because the mom was his housekeeper. So he's like, "Well, I don't want these kids." Like, I kind of saw these kids kind of grow up, and I worked with their mom. Like, they've been to my house. They consider them almost like, you know, I, I care for their mom. Like, I'm not gonna let them get into a system like that. Maybe get separated. So. Well, I have the means. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll take care of them. You know. You know, I never realized that show had a backstory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Back then, I didn't care. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you see, Except like the porn episode, like the porn episode wasn't funny back then, but it's pretty funny now. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, the porn episode. When the guy showed him the magazine, the bike guy, the bike shop guy. No, that's yeah. The he rape showed him like a dirty, ma- dirty cartoon. Yeah. Where the character taking their pants off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those very special episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's funny now. Yeah. Back then, it was just kind of boring. But then, if you remember, like it opens with him going to to a basketball court and just picking up the black kids. So I didn't know about the backstory either. I thought but he just, I just he, I thought he just went to the hood and was like, I want those two. I got money. Well, uh, I guess <laughs> you know what it is? is Because I watched it not recently, but as an adult already again, because I was showing it to my niece and nephew. I'm like, this is a TV you guys need to be watching. Yeah. And uh, so we watched like two seasons from beginning to end. And did, it was, they talk about the in the pilot, they talk about the backstory. Did you also, you know, have you shown them uh, the Cosby show? Wait, what, nah, you I, about different strokes? Yeah, I never okay. liked the Cosby show, so I was like... Oh, I, man, I loved the Cosby show the back then. Huh? Like, the dyslexia episode was weird, but other than that, like, it was a pretty good show. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know, it was too wholesome for me. Moses hates seeing affluent black people. It's not affluent black people. I like Empire. <laughs> yeah, you oh, watch Fre- Fresh Prince, right? You only like stereotypical black people. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love the Fresh Prince. Even after they switched the mom. Yeah, I, actually, I like the newer mom better. Oh, see? There it is. Yeah, see, I saw Subtle a thing racism. about that, that the, the new mom was... The, the the old the old mom was more in, uh women empowerment like she had her own episodes where where yeah she did shit and then the new one i guess because the old one talked so much shit that 
they got one that was like quieter and wasn't going to cause any trouble. Well, it was a negotiation and, and lighter. It was a a, a what a contract thing. Some people say better, Lawrence. <laughs> like Moses. <laughs> uh, well, I guess you can you can play the the call-in music. What now? <laughs> yeah, because Larry can pick up now. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. You guys know you can always sign in to Fantastic Forum. Like, I can just sign in as, with my Mayor Young joint. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't I'm just saying, like, you don't have to not have callers because I'm not here. No, I, I, well, I have them call me or if, like, they'll let me know in chat and I'll, I'll add them in chat. All right. Like, I mean, hey. I'm just saying, if you all want to do it that way, we can. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, we can. I'll be quiet now. Back, back to the amazing discussion. It's just sometimes uh, the passwords. Uh, passwords. The end. Passwords. Passwords are hard. We had a yeah. whole discussion on Moses and technology, specifically Skype, actually. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, if you call me now on Skype to be on the show, I will hang up on everybody and not pick up your call. Like, it's happened before. So, uh yeah, I, I'm not good with that. Call my cell phone and I pop. I'll plug you into the soundboard. You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Larry, we've been talking about TV. Uh, I talked about the modern finale, the modern family finale, and uh, now we're talking about different old shows. And uh, one of the old shows that I, I started watching again for like the fifth time is the uh, the Jeffersons. Because now. Now I have time. And that, to me, that out of those old shows, that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Again, affluent black people, Larry, I love that. Yeah. That one I didn't see as much. Everybody says I love affluent black people. I love the best affluent black people. <laughs> not all of them, but most of them. But not most, but many. Just but the good few. ones, right? Yeah, just the good ones. The best ones. Yeah, the best ones. The best ones. That's but, my black... I wish you could see me emoting with my hands right now. <laughs> You're my black. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, and that one I think has probably one of the best theme songs too. Oh yeah. Like of all time. Because yeah. now you don't really get theme songs all that much. I've, I've heard the Jefferson's theme song played in the club. And people went wild. <laughs> no, I'm I'm dead serious. Did they I'm start about not not just like like to start things off or anything like that or to end the night? I'm talking about like in the middle of like a set of modern music, and cats were like, "Whoa!" and they dancing. Man, Lawrence is going to them old people clubs now. <laughs> no, it's not. It wasn't an old people club. They, it, I mean, they played well, the jam the in the thing, middle though, of their it, hippity, it was a little bit further stuff. back in the day, so it was like okay, so. Like, it was when I was actually in the clubs. And so, our generation is probably the last generation you can do that. Nia now, must, they'll play like, listening. you He's know, backtracking I don't now. know. I don't even know what, what the. I guess there are no more theme songs, right? So, I mean, there's yeah. like a handful. There's a Martin theme song. They'll probably love that shit. Yeah, see, why are you going to be racist, Joe? <laughs> the Martin theme song is literally two phrases, and that's it. Everyone knows that, Joe. Why Dude, you millennial? See how, stupid see how he minimalizes black people with his just like you. 
everybody like all the amazing black TV shows with amazing theme songs. He's like, everybody loves Martin theme song. It's not right, Joe. Yeah, I, I have little respect for millennials. I can't help it. They keep doing well, dumb shit. Do Mar- millennials don't watch Martin. Martin, they, oh, I'm sure they. They do now. When we were we were young. Time. What? Yeah, after it reruns on B and bounce all the time. What? Why are millennials watching BET and bounce? Dude, you're asking me about why millennials do the dumb shit they do. I'm telling you, they Come don't. On, man. You think they do? You know, you, you know, know millennials do. are watching. Friends? Lawrence, you know for they sure they do that. I don't know why they do it, but I know they do it. I I can provide proof in pop culture that millennials are watching BET. That's why. That's why they put it in Suicide Squad. In that movie, was was directed at millennials who are dumb. Suicide Squad is not directed at millennials. Suicide Squad is an out of touch piece of garbage that no one should really be watching. You say all those words, and I hear millennial. It uh, (laughs) it has like (laughs) he's out here out of touch piece of garbage. I hear millennial. That's wrong. Okay, boomer. I know, right? <laughs> now, Lawrence, now, now that you're here, you can give us your opinion on whether or not you want to watch the Saved by the Bell reboot. Oh, no. <laughs> the answer to that is very clear. No. Why would I watch that? Uh, Lawrence you, doesn't like you? affluent white people. I, I have a problem with affluent white people. What what were you? What was your question about? Uh, I forgot. Oh, oh! Did you watch the trailer? No, no, I don't have to watch any trailer for say. Uh, listen, Saved by the Bell is one of those t- television shows where it was like, I watched this because of lack of options. Because you only have three channels, right? It's like you know, it's like I watched it, but you know, I wasn't like, oh man, Saved by the Bell is the best show. Like it's like. Uh, Saved by the like, Bell you know, you is... give a little bit of props because there were some like there was a couple diverse people on it. It's like okay, I can see someone that I guess kind of looks like me. Saved by the Bell is <laughs> a it was an amazing superhero show. I don't know why you don't watch it. What is Saved by the Bell? I mean, it's okay. It wasn't great. I mean, listen, it's no Swan's Crossing. I'd rather watch that. I always forget the name what? of one show. Mo, you you always remember it, where yeah. the girl is. <laughs> The, the main character is a girl, and she's half alien. And so oh, she has out of that, this world. Out of this world. Oh. Yeah, I love that show. That, yeah, that joint, that joint's amazing. Yeah. Another amazing theme song, too. Oh. Yep. Better wait, than wait, Guardians 2. I guess that's 2. based on a real song, though, right? Uh, yeah, that's a cool yeah. song. Yeah, so, you know, it's like you can't really give it props for being, like, you know, they, they picked the right song that was already good. <laughs> that that they, should, they should reboot. Yeah. No, they, I don't think they should reboot that. Like, I feel like that's a very '80s thing. That if you did it now, they did it, it now and called it Guardians of the Galaxies Two. Yeah. Wait, what? You know what you could do now? You could do Small Wonder now. Yeah. yeah. I Wonder don't know. Are we still right cool with with old old men building little girls? I mean, it does You don't have to make it that creepy, though. No. He, well, he just wanted a daughter. Okay. I mean, I feel like there's been plenty of serious movies that have had that same plot line, and we didn't think like, "Oh man, he's trying to molest her." No, you didn't think. Oh well, dude, listen. Dude if you're buying a sex robot, station, anything, I'll yeah. leave you with that. Especially in, in the day and age where like sex robots are a thing now. See, but it doesn't. But have they're that. not the only thing. I know. <laughs> right? He's like, 
because you can use robots for sex, everyone that has a robot is using it for sex. It's like, it's just you, Oz. You're the only one using your robot for sex. And I, it's not even a robot. I it's saw, just a Roomba. <laughs> I saw uh, an article about a movement to... Uh, to, to like free the sex robot, like the people were disturbed that sex robots um, don't render consent. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, I'm and sorry. no, that was a legit article. Like, yeah. I I no. can make that no. shit up. Larry, Larry, you are right to laugh. You don't apologize for that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, technically, to allow them to give consent, you'd have to program them to do that. Which is like, what are we even doing that for? Like. It's not them giving consent. It's somebody telling them to give consent. Look, I, I, I it's bad enough getting rejected by, by real people. Getting rejected by a machine? Now that's <laughs> it. Like, I don't feel like it tonight, Oz. I have a headache. Did talk about they're doing some firmware where you could do that as an option. Like can, The robot can have a headache as an option? Yeah. like That's a could, horrible well, option. Yeah. Why but, don't they just know, put but, a self-destruct button on my car? Like, it's because of those people complaining. They're like, well, if we'll, we'll put it and then it's up to the owner if they want to do the consent or oh, not. Oh, but now you're the owner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's well, a robot? It's an appliance. Like, it's no different than your microwave. Like, hey, watch you, put, you put something hard in it. After 30 seconds, comes out soft. You know what? What, what are you doing with your microwave? <laughs> they Old Danishes. Oh, oh, okay. Obviously, that's what you call it, you friggin' slut yeah. puppy. Yeah, Obviously, Mo never, never watched the the next but generation episode. By the time it comes out, it's finished. <laughs> I'm just gonna just gonna leave the show. I'm sorry. You should watch. I didn't the, mean to do the, this. I feel like this show is probably way more wholesome before I got here. I don't was. know what I did. Hey, I don't I know just, what I did. You do what you're supposed to do, Larry. All right, you sex robot. You sex robot. <laughs> I don't give consent, Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know that was his fantasy. I know, right? Exactly. I think that's what they were saying that people were doing. It's like they were actually exercising not using consent as part of their, their you know, playing with their robots. Then it was, it was also, uh, there was another story where they had like one on display at a convention or something. And by the end of the day, man, that thing was roughed. Like they oh. they broke some stuff on it. People were just oh. the way they were mishandling it. They were they're actually letting people use it at the convention. Not like that, but you know, you to, to feel what the yeah what the, what the parts feel like. Yeah, you could, how close to to simulating or is it like just regular rubber like that? Like they weren't people weren't actually you know they didn't have to clean out the inside. Yeah, I, I'll say this. I try my best especially at this day and age, to, like, not judge people too much just because it's like, hey, man, everyone has a story and their their own perspective that they're coming at things with, and I try my best to, like, listen and understand those things when people, like, you know, especially when it's like, hey, I don't think I would do that. I want to know why you do and, and try to understand your perspective. But, man, I don't know, dude. The idea that people are feeling up a sex robot on a show floor feels really weird to me. Like, I'm just like, oh, like... So you never I, did that? No. No, I don't... Listen, I don't touch... You would try any, on the shirt before you bought it, wouldn't you? Listen, I don't I don't even, like, go to strip clubs. What? Because I'm like... Because I'm like... I don't want to pretend to do stuff 
like I, I I'm I want to like I'm more interactive than that, and I don't want like no, like I just first of no. all, those ladies are are performers and artists. How dare you? I'm not. I didn't. I'm not knocking what they do. I'm just saying it's not for me. So you know, it's like if I don't want to touch like a human being because it's like ah, like you know, it doesn't make sense to me to do this like halfway. Like it's like if this is something that I want to do, let me just go and. Let me find somebody that we can do this together with or whatever. It's like, I'm definitely not going to, you know, feel up a sex doll on a show floor. Like, I don't know. Just Yeah, but see, you're, you're busy focusing on the sexual aspect. It, you really got to think about it more as like a, a tool. And yeah, and I don't want to do that either. Like, if, if, you, if you're going to go buy, let's say, uh, some kind of some hammer or something, you know, you're going to pick it up at the store and kind of feel the weight of it and all that well same thing for people who want to buy a tool that's going to help them ejaculate they, they're gonna you know pick it up feel it around yeah, me you know, well, the proverbial it, kicking of the tires yeah even if you're not going to buy the car you still you know maybe test drive it right um <laughs> i know i actually felt up one of those robots at the one of the conventions i went to years ago um and I guess it was before they were robots and they were just dolls, but it's the same, like, model, I guess. Okay. Yeah, it, it felt weird. Yeah. Speaking of... I don't know. I guess, those, I guess uh, maybe I would feel different if maybe it was, like, behind closed doors or something, but with a monitor or somebody to make sure that some random dude doesn't stick his penis in the doll well and that's the thing it's like it, when that's it's out in the open show floor like you're safe because you know nobody's pulling out their junk i mean at least you hope joe what were you gonna say i said that would be really creepy behind closed doors yeah yeah like that that you're who we'd have to watch out for no, I, I'm not going to be doing it, period. Whether it's in the open or not. So you don't have to worry about me. Lawrence is like those ghosts in Super Mario where like, if you're looking at it, it doesn't move. But as soon as everybody turns around, there goes the robot. <laughs> yeah, that's me. All, all he leaves like, behind is his ectoplasm. I'm screwing I'm screwed robots in secret. <laughs> Everyone knows that about me. <laughs> You know, um, since we are on TV Thursday and we are on 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 uh, sex robots, uh, that little Dicky show. Oh, dude, he had like the creepiest fucking thing, and yeah. it bugged me how he supposedly cleaned it. Yeah, like that was not clean. <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't been able to watch any episode after that one. Oh, dude, like, I know it gets okay. Like the next one is fine, but. Because my sister's like, just keep watching it. Just keep watching it. But I'm like, uh, you know, I, I need about a good month. Like, I, remember when I had the issue? Well, Larry probably doesn't remember, but Joe probably does. Um, when I had the issue with Mr. Pickles. I remember, yeah, something happened on yeah. it that was too much for you. Well, it was a talking asshole. Because he was the leader right. and it was just an asshole that talks. <laughs> and then while he's talking, he burped. And that just disturbed me. <laughs> so, so after that, I haven't watched Mr. Pickles. And I remember that show where I talked about it. 
uh, it's, it's titled No More Mr. Pickles, maybe, because I'm like, I know eventually I'm going to get in the mood to watch Mr. Pickles again. And uh, and I haven't I haven't been able to go back. And so I'm like, I don't know how long it's going to be before I can go back to Dave. Like the feet, the way the feet looked on that thing. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> they're all like stretching out or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it, 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 it. And I watched that episode twice because it took me. Um, <laughs> no, three times. Because <laughs> I couldn't get through it. Because you were so disgusted by it. Yeah, well, I couldn't get through it. I have to finish it to move on to the next sure, one. Sure, you then, couldn't get through it. And then I tried watching it with other people to see if it made, made oh, it easier. Fourth, fourth time. No, no, no. That's the first time I watched it with my nephew. Second time <laughs> I tried watching it alone. And then the third time I watched it with Emily. And I actually finished it, but I'm like, you know what? I, I need a break from this. The next episode is definitely not that intense. Yeah, it's I, yeah, I don't. That show's hilarious though. It but is. It at, is. I love at the it. same time, I'm. I mean, I, you know, caveat. I'm. I'm a little dicky fan. So yeah, it's like the humor though. I I get one hundred percent, and I'm just like, oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I, I me too. I mean, a neurotic creative person is one of my favorite things to watch. <laughs> so um, I, I can identify with that, but. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll try it today. I don't know. They even had like a, a very special episode episode, but without being like very special episode corny. Oh, the one with the DJ? Uh, not the DJ, but with the hype man. Oh, yeah, no, that that I shed a tear. Yeah, hype man. but no, was, I like it the, was touching. But then when the the DJ gets his own episode, that's a really nice little was it episode too? Yeah, the what? DJ episode was great as well. Was it touching like that Mr. Belvedere special episode? Uh, you know what? I, I would I would put it up there with just about any a very special episode. However, it's modern day sensibilities. Like, you know, you, you can preach to people in the eighties in a different way that you can't now, and it takes that into account and it's awesome. That episode too shows that the guy that plays the hype man, he's got some range in his acting. Oh yeah. Absolutely. He was amazing, which is so crazy because it's and what you'll love about it, too, Mo, is it's one of those episodes like where it's almost like how you talked about dark where you Uh mess around. You watch an episode and it puts everything you've seen beforehand into a completely different perspective. It's one of those episodes. Huh. I guess which is crazy to think because it's like literally like, you know, I mean. The character is a character that, at, up until that point, you kind of just like, yeah, it's it, the the guy is entertaining, but you don't think anything of, like, you know, man, what's this guy about, you know? And that's what makes it so amazing. Like, it, it's a good joint. You have to keep watching. That was the last episode, right? Or the no, oh, no the episode before last, right? The DJ was the last episode. The last one I saw, anyway. There might be one already. Oh no, I think you. I think there's. A, you know what? I think there's another one beyond that one because I, I thought the. The, the, the DJ, DJ episode where they, was where they before buy the, that one, but maybe I'm wrong. Where they buy the wooden shirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. It's just like, you just say that, and I know that people are kind of like, what did this fool just say? And it's like, you know, it's one of those things you say, and you think, I'm pretty sure he got that wrong. He said well, wooden shirt. That doesn't make any sense. Well, when they find it, I mean, they spend like five minutes on it because it's so ridiculous. Oh, dude. It's funny, man. 
Oz, you said you wanted to talk to someone about to Larry about something, right? Uh who cares? I was gonna I was gonna bring up Picard. Yeah, because oh, he doesn't explain it right, right? Yeah. How do I not explain Picard right? Because uh, you tried to, and it was wrong. What did I say that was wrong? I don't remember. I disagree. I feel like I brought... You I disagree? Picard. I do remember? <laughs> uh, all I remember about Picard is saying that it was good and you should watch it. I don't remember even trying to explain like what the story was or anything like that. I just remember saying, hey... It's amazing. You should watch it. No, I, I think I did say something about the idea that it kind of took the sensibilities of like maybe the newer Star Trek movies and such and combined it with like the sensibilities of like the next generation. And and for that reason, you should be watching it. I think that was the main point I was making. Tell me that's not true. That's true, right? Nah. No, no, no. The Oz, think hard about it and tell me it's, it's don't true. Ask, don't ask me to think hard this early. <laughs> it's my Isn't day it off like afternoon where you are yeah but i don't have to go to work today so i don't have to think hard <laughs> it's like it's like literally like one o'clock or something right like <laughs> i don't i don't understand your point <laughs> yeah uh, man it's a good show i love picard yeah it, it got renewed right yes i don't know yeah, what the fuck they're gonna do for season two but i have no idea either I didn't know what they were going to do for season two or three with Discovery either, but yeah, they, they did something. Yeah. When's that premiere? End of this month? I don't know. I, I used oh. to know, but everything's different now in the age of the Cornavarius. No, but that was already done, I think. Yeah, but they, no, they always so, have to do the effects. That, that, those shows, the, the longest part is the effects, and I'm pretty sure the effects teams aren't together right now. Right. Oh, oh, you're saying so it might take longer because they're doing it in isolation? Well, I, like, they probably can't go to work. Oh, well, but, I mean, okay, now I hear you. You're basically saying, like, the computers they need, they don't have at home. Yeah, like, I, I'm sure yeah, if they could take those computers home, they could probably work on some stuff. But the way a lot of these studios work, too, especially for CGI, is mm-hmm. all the computers are, are linked together. So that when they leave, when they leave work, they set them to to render whatever they worked on that day, and all the computers oh. work together throughout the throughout the night. Wow, that's crazy! You're right. I didn't even think about that. Like that's how. That's why there's stories about like in uh, in the Hobbit movies how long it took to render one scale on smog. Man, yeah, I know. Um, I had a friend that worked at a special effects studio and he was basically the like a concierge for all the the artists and then then they had the other like more technical effects people but the artists they had like at this particular place they had essentially a mini bar with like it had sandwiches like all three meals were catered they had they had a full bar like of alcohol whatever they needed um and then they had uh <laughs> they would get coke if they needed it you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. and, cocaine yeah and he said that the dude that like the head artist for speed racer when he was working on speed racer he worked something like i think almost the whole time without like leaving 
that that little cubicle area that they, they fashioned it like a like a little studio apartment almost where he had everything he needed and a big workstation that was like ergonomically comfortable because he was a bigger guy and they just accommodated him so like you know everything everything he needed and then like i guess the one time he wasn't there he took me to go see that work area and i drank some of his booze (laughs) and and had some of his coke no Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I, I had to ask the way you said it. <laughs> so it, it, Picard's a good show, especially if you're a Next Generation fan, uh, including the movies, because it was uh, Nemesis, I believe, where yeah. where Data sacrifices himself, and then mm-hmm. this is like years later. You're seeing the the rep, like it's still affecting Picard. Uh, the, the whole story is driven by the memory of Data and what he did. As well as it does kind of incorporate even the new stuff in that the the supernova that that takes out Romulus like that that's an event that kind of changes the the career path for Picard and seeing why he decided to to leave the federation like there there's one scene where he's being interviewed and they start asking him about it, and he just goes off on on why he did it. It's an it's an amazing scene because you know Patrick Stewart is an amazing actor, and yeah. up until that point, Picard like the character hasn't been hasn't felt like the Picard that we've seen, which it makes sense. This is like thirty years later, like he's an old man now, so it, it it makes sense that he would be different. But there's moments like that where he just gets angry, and you see the you see the spark of the character that that you knew. Yeah, and then I guess because he is older, like. Patrick Stewart is like also does some some stupid shit in this show, like where he pretends to be a French guy with an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> right? See, it's funny. It, it's don't get me wrong, it's funny, and I like that scene. Especially they, they make the Mexican look like a pimp, and it, it's I don't know if he's Mexican, he's some kind of Hispanic. Um <laughs> But yeah, like th- that the, so you still get some of that silliness and amplified by the fact that now Patrick Stewart does that kind of stuff because back then i think he only did serious stuff right i don't remember him doing anything goofy like that especially not in the show you never saw picard do something that ridiculous in the show uh i don't know if that's true what about like the time he was drugged and he was making faces in the cloud in the smoke but he was drugged this is a sober this is a choice that captain picard made to, to do this character this wasn't you know he, nothing was affecting him it was still pretty silly. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it's good to to see some some old characters from that show and other shows. You know, yeah, they they really the way Star Trek throughout the years, all the all the shows kind of had a shared universe. Um, seeing people from different shows that never met in in their own shows together was an interesting thing. I guess I could say seven of nine, right? Cause she's, she's in the trailers. Yeah. You know, seeing her interactions with Picard is, is interesting. Cause you would, you would think naturally they wouldn't really interact too much, but the fact that they were both Borg at one point gives them kind of like that, 
I don't know if I if it's like a closeness. I'm sure there's a word a for connection. it. Connection. Yeah. Okay. A connection that that these characters have, and so seeing them interact, like I, I don't get the impression that they were best friends or anything, but they kind of do act like it sometimes, and I think that's that connection because they know what like they've both been through that shit. They know what they're dealing with, and it is a Borg story too. Yeah, but it's interesting though because it's like one of these things where it's like. It, it's it's something that maybe like uh uh like uh, it's almost as if they maybe had conversations or some sort of um like meetup or something that happened off screen, which is fine and actually kind of makes sense when you think about it after what you know both of them have been through. It's like one of those things where you know you, at least as far as I know because I didn't really watch Voyager. You know I don't think Picard was ever on that show. But um, it's like it would make sense, though, for those characters to like at some point maybe actually meet up or talk or, you know, come across each other. Like, I, you know, just because of what had the things they share in common. Yeah. And I think I've been reading that people are expecting that by the end of the run of, of this show, however many seasons it goes. Um, people think that Picard's going to become a Q towards the end. A Q? Why do they think that? Isn't that what happens in, in one of the books? Like oh, I, I, thought, I thought that's no. how he ends up on, in Bajor or something. Oh, that's He good. ends up on Bajor, not as a Q. Yeah. He's senile. <laughs> okay. Well, they definitely damn near make him immortal now, so... Good show. See, that's not good. He's not supposed to be immortal. It's a it's a technicality. I mean, it's something. I've already said too much. But yeah, good show. Um, we should jump into new. Chat says, "I'll just fuck a toaster in the tub." That's the saddest way to die. Are you sure? Because I could think of sadder. Go for it, Jay. Um, I don't know. Anything that involves when you're like choking yourself to masturbate. Autoerotic asphyxiation. I feel like because the autoerotic asphyxiation is kind of like. Like I'm not, I'm not saying it's mainstream by any means, but it's like you know people have heard of it. I feel like you know, if you to- if somebody told you, oh man, they auto erotic asphyxiated and died, you'd be like, oh man, that's crazy. But if you're like, man, they went into the bathtub and you know put their penis into a plugged in toaster. Can you program like- a robot to choke you? But that's more funny to me than sad. I mean, it's both. I think that's what makes it the saddest. You could like die on the toilet shooting, and like you didn't you didn't have enough fiber, so it's like stuck halfway out. Did that happen not, in Game of Thrones? Not in the show, no. I mean, not, that, not that happened to Elvis. Died on the toilet. Watch Game of Thrones. Someone did die on the toilet in Game of Thrones. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's another reason I shouldn't watch it. Yeah, that guy died on the toilet. But why shouldn't he watch? Why shouldn't you watch it? No, but because he's supposed to die, die on the toilet. Because what? The king. Uh, is it the king or uncle or whatever? The king's uncle. Tyrion's dad. Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to die on the toilet. He dies he's on. Not the toilet. He's not supposed to. Say that. He is supposed to. He does. It so if it didn't, yeah. happen, he he does. The first it, you said it didn't. Yeah, but Lewis no. doesn't explain stuff right. Wait, the first you said it didn't happen. Yeah, Mo said it didn't happen at first. No, I, it did happen. Oh, okay. I like I I heard you say it didn't. That's why I said it did. He was shot by a crossbow on the toilet. By a midget. Yeah. That's a sad Yeah, that's what's supposed to happen. And if you're Did he talk about how his shit wasn't made of gold? Yeah. Okay. There's plenty of reasons why you shouldn't watch Game of Thrones. But (laughs) listen, man, it's like what uh, just if you have access to it, just watch it, Jay. What else are you doing? Have access until May. And he's waiting for uh, for Punky Brewster reboot. I'm really Wait. not. No. Wait, what? Not They're a- doing that. Too. Not after the boobless news. Wait, what? What? What's hap- What's happening? There's a Punky. You Brewster. didn't hear about the Punky Brewster remake reboot? No. Why? Who's doing that? For what reason? The same people that are saved by the bell. It's for the Peacock Network. What is the Peacock Network? It's NBC streaming service. Oh. Oh. Wow. That's a bad ti- that's a bad name. I get it. But that they should not have done that. What what does boobs what what do boobs have to do with Punky Brewster reboot? They're she not re- there. Huh? That they're not there anymore. So Lil Moon Fry had a breast reduction. Is she in it? She's Punky Brewster. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, you, said it, you said it was a reboot, so I thought that maybe it'd be a different person as Punky Brewster. No, it's a re. It's Technically, not, not a reboot as much as it is a continuation. Okay, well that's a different thing. I'm sorry, I thought you said reboot, so I thought it was a different little girl going to be Punky Brewster. Well, we said. But, we said Saved by the Bell so reboot, the and you knew it was like featuring the old characters, right? I didn't know that. Oh, so you think I it's listened. like a completely different... I just said I wasn't going to watch it, no matter what. <laughs> oh, so that doesn't change it? I don't have any it? interest in watching the, whether recast, old characters. Like None of that makes a difference to me. Oh. I don't need to see that. You hate... I guess he's not affluent. He's the coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, honestly, Saved by the Bell is not that good of a show. Oh, my God. It really. I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, what, really what is bad. the thing that makes Saved by the Bell great? Like, Joe was probably the only good thing in your childhood, huh? What? No, <laughs> there, I got plenty what? of great things in my childhood, including Jay. <laughs> but Saved by the Bell is not one of them. It's just like Saved by the Bell is a is a mediocre television show. I know a lot of us like it, and I'm not mad at you all for doing it. I'm not. It's not like I'm. You know, it's just. There's not. It doesn't. There's nothing great about it. The, I don't know if I can talk to you if you're going to be this unreasonable. 
Say what? Your dreams was mediocre. I yeah. think Saved by the Bell was better than that. Yeah. I mean, California Dreams, I'll give you, is not as good of a show as Saved by the Bell, but that's a low bar. But they had a better Perky Blonde. I, listen, I, again, like, Perky Blonde, it's like, like, you're talking as if those don't exist anymore. Like, we, well, they're no, better now, I'm but saying, in the 90s. And then Saved by the Bell. Like, no, but I said we got better Perky Blondes now. Yeah, but I'm t- I'm comparing California Dreams to Saved by the Bell. Like that's what you guys were doing. No, no, no one is saying California Dreams is better than Saved by the Bell. No one, no one said that. I, I'm saying that I was adding to your comments. But what I'm saying is, the like even bringing it up is like we're we're bringing we're like oh Saved by the Bell is not as bad as this terrible show. And it's like well okay, <laughs> like well, how does that make Saved by the Bell a good show? It's it's it. It's no, muddying so the water for no reason, period. Say what? I'm just saying it's slightly better than mediocre. With the exception of the early seasons and the later seasons. Right, listen, the, o- the only way, like, okay, okay, hey, either way, I don't need to see it. I didn't even, so, so the Save by the Bell new one joint is going to be all the old cast in it? Uh, we only seen two. All of- I think just AC Slater and the other characters are going to be their kids, kids of the original cast. Man, that fool stays with a job, huh? Hey, he looks the same. So how long before they break Dustin Diamond down to do Screech again? Break him down? He's he's the one knocking on the door, man. What else is he doing? Oh, I thought he didn't want to do it. Well, Yeah, he he hates that. Like, he's the one that's he in the blamed, holdout, I thought. He was the only one that wouldn't do it. Wasn't he in jail he when they started doing it? Like, he blames that for him not having a career now. Mm, I would blame him, you know, stabbing people for not having a career now. Dude, you know how many actors have stabbed people that are working? <laughs> that is true. A <laughs> lot, lot of physical assaults in the acting world. It's like almost as many as football. <laughs> yeah, but he Dustin Diamond's a dick, too. Like, I, I I mean, remember, that might be true. I, I remember listen, hearing you can't, that. You can't disagree with the fact that the dude definitely got typecast. I remember he he was on a radio show to do an interview. And he just kept like fucking around with his friend the whole time while these people are trying to like ask him questions. He's like... Just goofing off with with his friend, like like they're the only two in the room for some reason. It was it was weird. Like they had to throw him out. And if that's the type of shit he he pulls while he's promoting something that he's doing, I can see why nobody wants to hire him for anything else. What's he promoting? I forget what he was promoting at the time. But you know what? And even even if I could remember, I'm pretty sure he didn't even mention it because he just kept fucking around so much. It was probably some kind of like. Um... Like one of those celebrity boxing things, no? That you know what? That might have been it. I feel like like Dustin Diamond like knew he was the star of that show and no one wanted to act like he was the star of that show. What saved by the bell? Yeah. No. Zach Morris yeah. was the star. No. No. He became after the fact, but the show initially wasn't even about him. It was about the teacher. Well, yeah, but that wasn't Saved by the Bell. That was Good Morning, Mrs. 
No, it was saved by the bell. The pilot was Good Morning Miss Miss Bliss, but um, but yeah, that that whole first like three seasons was about her. Either way, the like, star wasn't Screech. The, listen, the star of Saved by the Bell is Screech in the same way like the star of Family Matters is Urkel. I don't know if your point is valid because you didn't even watch that show. I watched both of them. What are you talking about? No, no one said I didn't watch the show. This is how I can speak on it and tell you that it's not good. Mm-hmm. I didn't have options. There was three networks. TV would sign off at the end of the night. Dude, there was no on that. demand. Huh? Like, that makes me nostalgic. Like, <laughs> thinking about TV signing out. Where you get the color pattern? Yeah. And, and they would do the Pledge of Allegiance. And they would tell you that they were being broadcast from Mount Wilson. Yeah. I got upset because I saw the color pattern once and I was expecting like the circles with the Native American and the headgear. That's probably, <laughs> a diff- it's, it's probably a different channel, but I, I know I remember like being upset that my TV just had colors on it. I mean that like you didn't, you didn't grow up in the fifties. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he did. <laughs> He's like, make America great again. <laughs> Where's that engine for my TV? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's savage. Yeah, but no, man, it's like Dustin Diamond is the star of that show, and people didn't like it, and so, you know, they they, and I'm not saying he acted right because he was definitely doing some diva stuff that he probably should have calmed down on, but it's like at the same time, people should have given him like some of the respect that he deserved for being the the, the like person that people were tuning in to see. Yeah, if they did it, um, if they did that accordingly, like he probably wouldn't have been that bad. Yeah, and it's like, and I think a part, a big part of it is just like who, what he looked like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people are like, well, you can't be the leading man because you look like that. <laughs> if, you know, it's like if it was friggin', uh, if I've it was friggin' that. Slater that had done it, they'd be like, yeah, man, whatever you need. I don't know. Slater, I don't think they could have done it either, man. Yeah, he's, he's too brown. Yeah. Like they <laughs> just told, about to say the same they, thing. They told Dustin Diamond, Jew can't be the leading man. <laughs> like <laughs> Kelly Kapowski was like the only brown person that could get away with shit on that show. Yeah. What nationality is she? She's white, but she's tanned. Yeah. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm like, hence the person. joke. I'm, I'm like, glad Mo gets my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, listen. I was like, what's happening? Without Mo here, it's like half half the shit I say, just silence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so was this trailer, like, how did you all like it? Was it any good? It made Joe want to throw up. Oh, jeez. No, I didn't watch the trailer. Just the thought of a reboot. Oh, just the thought of the trailer? I thought you actually watched it. <laughs> Larry, you're going to have to listen to the beginning of the show. I will do it. about it already. But yeah, basically, it's a little weird because because that all the characters age that they show, but Mario Lopez didn't, and he's talking to these kids. It makes these kids look like babies because they're clearly younger than him, but he looks so young that they gotta be like four. Yeah. Oh wait, so they they cast people that look younger than him, so they look like really well, young. Who it's looks? Like they look younger than him in general. Like if they're on, if he's not in that scene, like they look fine. But because he looks so well preserved, it's like, man, these kids got to be like four. 
Have you yeah. seen what Mario Lopez mm. looks like today? Oh yeah, no. I, I look. The dude doesn't age. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah. No. Absolutely. Oh. I mean, it's it's crazy. I didn't realize Screech was in your pretty face is going to hell. What is that? I feel like I mean, he just threatened It's an us. adult swim show. It, it's actually really funny. An adult what? Adult swim. Oh, gotcha. It's one of their live action shows. Okay. Freaking Screech. All right, play that news music. We're going to jump into the news. <laughs> Comic book news. We should have a, like, uh, like, her, uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but, like, uh, the trailer dropped for Solar Opposites. That's what cool. is that? That's, so, uh, that's uh, an American animated sitcom. It's created by Justin Rowland. And, uh, yeah. So, I can't get more Rick and Morty, but he's over here creating video games and other series. No, Rick and Morty comes out, like, next month. I've been waiting since December. I thought it comes out next week. Is it next week? I thought it was May. Rick and Morty is collaborative. I don't care. But also, you, you, got, more, you got Rick and Morty earlier this, this year, didn't you? No, I got it last year. Rick and the the new episode yeah, of Rick and Morty Samurai this year. Yeah, but that's not an episode. Wait, so Rick when and was the last episode of Rick that's and Morty? That was this? that's like Larry pretending and getting all worked up, like watching that shit. Season that, four, the real thing. season four, Rick and Morty premiered in December, and they gave you four episodes. That's four weeks. So when was the last episode? What the first week of January? Before before the new year. Oh, okay. I don't know. I thought that was this year for some reason, but oh no, wait! Know- I was wrong. It premiered in November of last year. Yeah. Okay, but I'm saying, dude. I mean, considering how long we usually wait for Rick and Morty, I don't give a fuck. I paid for it in advance. Like I want my fucking. 13 episodes and then take another two years if you got to do whatever the fuck you want just you know i want my season i want i didn't pay no for no fucking four episodes okay it's like oh they're quick to take my money <laughs> and it's like they make me wait <laughs> fuck and, that uh, you, you're right they're they're coming back may 3rd yeah. so another couple weeks and solar opposites premieres may 8th so <laughs> so, so he's giving you a Rick and Morty before that. Hey, again. Chat says, what do you mean you paid for it? I bought it on Apple because uh, Adult Swim didn't stream it at that time. So I bought the whole season in advance. Twenty two ninety nine. Money Magnum. For just one yeah. season? What's it? Yeah, just one season. I guess half a season, I should say. Well, less. A third. Yeah, they got you good. Yeah. They, I don't know they why you're promoting up. another Royland joint. <laughs> no, Look, he needs to know. I mean, just like Ghost decided to send me my cup after I gave out those discount codes. 
They're gonna give me my. They better give me all seventy-five episodes. They probably got inundated with <laughs> with codes. Yeah, it's like not that as many people bought this shirt. <laughs> but yeah, Solar Opposites premieres on Hulu, so it's gonna be uncensored, and they're giving Dang. they're giving you all episodes uh, starting that day. So, oh, they, look Hulu. Like, they look like oh. Rick and Morty characters. Yeah, like, it's his art style on that that Galactic TV or whatever. Like this What's, looks like it would be a show on that. Yeah, interdimensional cable. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what did you say about Hulu? So I don't have that. Oh, uh, you'll so have. Gonna, you're gonna have weird the day. I'll send you my password. Okay. I don't mind sharing my password for this because there were 75 people using my account in like Ecuador. (laughs) 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 Fuck them. Let Joe use it too. Shit. I don't know because Hulu, those people that program the little like streaming boxes and shit. Uh-huh. Like they have an algorithm that just decodes any password for any streaming service and then they program them in and then for one that one password you could like program 80 80 little USB things that let you watch anything. Mm, okay. So that's how they get to watch shows internationally and all that and and especially in these third world countries, you know. So, yeah, and it's like oh, this isn't I don't know this this TV like hilarious. And yeah, so they're like in Ecuador, seventy-five people. So I deactivated a bunch of them, but yeah, they still keep popping up. Bird, Bird, put a picture of Money Magnum in chat. Dang, <laughs> Money! I didn't see. I didn't know you were doing it like that, Money Magnum. I was. I can't now. I should have saved those twenty-two ninety-nine for this some fool. quarantine beer. This fool's out here calling money. Yeah. But yeah, he's using uh, money to call money. <laughs> 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 call the buddy. Like what? See, Marvel's Agents of Shield is coming back. Yeah, for its final it, season. Yeah, yep. for its final season. I don't know. I guess it's going to be on ABC, but um, and it takes place after Endgame. No, it, it has nothing to do with Endgame. Yeah, they skipped over Endgame. Actually, it takes place in 1931. I don't. I don't know that they skip over Endgame. Isn't the stuff taking? No, like, they, the stuff, they don't even acknowledge it. Well, but I'm saying that if they don't acknowledge it, that could mean that it happens before Endgame, right? No. How? How no? Because no. Well, I mean, I understand that's what you want to think, but that there's no proof to that. They they were in the future, and then nobody said nothing about no Thanos. But it was a in the future. They were, it's it's like, Marvel, like Marvel deals in possible futures. Like you can stuff that that when they write new stuff, it doesn't necessarily have to affect stories that they did in the future because at that point they just become possible future. Look, I'm just telling you what they did. I don't know why you motherfuckers are arguing with me. Like I had a decision to make on no, where I'm this show was going. You're, you're saying something definitive that may not be the case. I mean, in the same way, you think that they don't acknowledge Endgame. And that means they just skipped over it is the same way how I can say they didn't acknowledge Endgame because 
is not happening in either in the same timeline or it didn't happen or it happened it hasn't happened okay yet Lawrence them. you you tell me what your impression of last season's uh, agents of shield gave you about their correlation with endgame well it it didn't correlate with endgame but that doesn't mean that oh like they're just like what I'm saying is is you can't be like oh well they skipped over it like it didn't happen you can't say that because you because of the time traveling nature of the show we don't know whether they skipped over it or not like for all you know this season they come back and mess around and be like oh man this is crazy they came back last season okay but then what did they say about what how do we know they didn't come back before the snap exactly that's the point i'm making wait they were exempt from the snap because they were in the past they they were in the future, weren't they? I don't even remember. If if they came back to a point before before the snap, then they could they could do something because at that when they came back, now they have spaceships. And now they're flying around in space. If they came back after the snap, that means none of them were affected and nobody talks about the fact that half the people are gone. Okay, so what's the, what's the point you're making? That it has no correlation with, with the snap. You're saying that Marvel deals in alternate timelines. Well, then here you go. They alternated the timeline and don't give a fuck about no snap. Well, but you just literally just put it so that there's one possibility where it happened before and there's one where it happened after. But we don't know which one. Right. That's both, the only no, both those we possibilities show that, they, that something would have happened to acknowledge it. But, they, no, but, no, but no. it's not acknowledged in either case, whether they came back. Whatever the date of the snap is, if they came back before it, then we should see this. If they came if, back after if it, if they come back before it, how are they supposed to know that Thanos is in space trying to get these gems? How are they supposed to know that if no one tells them? Everybody knows. How does everybody know? Nobody, nobody knows except for the people involved. They were just in the future. They have all this knowledge. No, see, that's that's the whole thing I'm telling you. It's like nobody knows that what's happening with the snap until after people start disappearing. They know. Okay. Right. I feel like Next we're story. living in the snap now. Say what? I feel like we're living in the snap now. That's what it is. That's why we don't see no one on the street. Um, yeah, so it, it premieres May 27th on ABC. Hey, you know how you guys were all excited about Rosario Dawson? Yeah. Uh, it's not confirmed that she's going to play that character. It's really just a rumor. Now, she wants to. She's, she's totally in. But I think Larry been. said it was a rumor from the rumor. I think Larry tried to report it like it was a fact. Yeah. I think I think I think Oz creates his own reality as he sees fit. Oz is gonna defund you. <laughs> I, think, I think Oz is just like, hey, whatever I think, that's what's real. That's that's look, I don't know where he learned that from. Green Lantern. I've learned to reject your reality and insert my own. <laughs> That's right. I'm inserting something into you, Lawrence. 
my reality. Thanks, Alex. I feel I feel like one of your sex dolls. <laughs> yeah. So at, at this point, because she finally talked about it, that yeah, it's not confirmed. She's what she wants to do it. She wants to do Star Trek and Star Wars, and I think like she, I'm what I'm assuming is a joke is like if I can do both, the, if I can be in both those series, then I'm done. <laughs> I I would support. Rosario Dawson being in both of those series. Well, I hope she plays Jaina. Not that they'll have a Jaina, but she would make a good Jaina. Regardless of race. Doesn't she uh, have to, like, act? A, well, well, first of all, I mean, we have a Jaina, right? What? Isn't there already a Jaina? In Star, Trek? Star Wars? Oh, you thought Star- I thought you were talking about the Star Trek one. No. Right. You make a good Jaina Solo in Star Wars. Okay, I was different thinking of a different Jaina. My bad. So Todd McFarlane's Kickstarter for the remaster of Spawn hit the one million mark. Wow. So it only needed a hundred thousand dollars, and he hit a million bucks. He um, he posted a video of his reaction as it turned from nine nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine thirty four to one million. And when the camera pans out, he's dressed as Doctor Evil, <laughs> and he's doing the doctor, and he's doing a Doctor Evil like uh, impression with he, that accent. That's hilarious. It, I know it. It is. I put it in chat. Uh, I don't know if Oz could play it and we can hear it, but it's short. It's it's funny. If we can hear it, that'd be great. Uh, I could play it, but you wouldn't hear it. No? No. Not, yeah, not from chat. Should I try it and see if it works? <laughs> uh, go ahead. Are you, are you trying it now? Can you hear that at all? No. Okay. Well, anyway, watch it on your own. Enjoy it. But yeah, so I'm still sad that I won't be able to get it. The end. Why won't you be able to get it? Because I don't have $160 to put into Kickstarter. It costs $160? Is that the minimum? No, the maximum, but that's the one I want. Well, but Right, that's the best one. Yeah. Well, but I mean... Uh... Saying that you can't get exactly what you want isn't the same as saying you can't get it. What's the point of being money magnum if you can't get what you want? I mean, listen, you don't have to be money magnum every day. You just don't. You just want the figure. But I want the hundred sixty dollar figure. It, it's only one figure, right? I don't want those poor people. No, figures. no, it's like it's two or three in the one hundred sixty dollar one. Wait, I mean, but it's three I different versions of the same figure. Yeah. Right? Okay, so, I mean, they I'm don't all look the same. I mean, Jay, 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 why are you talking to me like I don't understand how action figures work? Like I, I get that they're different, but they're different versions of the same figure. Like it's we're talking about recolors and different heads, and yeah, I mean, some of them come with extra like you know items and stuff. I'm not saying. So here's here's what the, the $160 one says. It says, 
hand-signed autograph from award-winning artist and Spawn creator, Tom McFarlane. Which, that's cool, but I already have my Spawn fan editions signed, so I'm good. As well as the, the two of the figures will come with the newly sculpted heads not seen on any other tier. So there. No, I mean, I, I've seen it. I've seen I know it has, like, you know, the Batman crossover head. Mm-hmm. And it has the friggin', you know, the screaming head for the, whatchamacallit, the artist sketch one. Like, I mean, I saw it, but I'm saying, I understand you're like, okay, well, I'm not, get, I'm not in a position to spend $160 to get all three of those. I get that. But why not spend, like, what is it, 40 bucks to get one? Because then he'd be missing two. But you don't need all of them. But I he want. does if he wants to complete his collection. Yeah, otherwise... It's I not even a, <laughs> complete, <laughs> complete the collection of things that he hasn't started getting? Here's what's going to happen. If I do the $40 thing, Larry, if I do the $40 thing, the $40 thing, <laughs> I'm going to have that, but then I'm going to pay more for the other ones because I'm going to want those too once I have more money. Right, that, but that, and, that's what you do later. And Yeah, but I don't want to do that. I'd rather... I rather just rather have nothing. I rather have nothing and go fuck myself. Oh, okay. Well, listen. Good luck with that, then. Sheesh. I had pizza toast. Burr Chat says once again, Mayor gets it wrong. <laughs> I got the video. If you guys want to hear it, go for it. Oh my gosh! Only sixty-six dollars away from a million dollars. This is going to be exciting. We're only. Oh my gosh! What does that mean? It means we have hit one million dollars. This is awesome. And as my friend once said, one million dollars. Right. Thank you, all of you. It has been so good. Let's keep going. I've got lots of stretch goals for you. I promise they'll be freaking cool. Yeah, so in that video, he announced stretch goals too. So I don't know if you're familiar with stretch goals. But there, um, I am. you get a bunch of extra stuff that you didn't even pay for based on your tier. And man, I'll tell you, like, I actually, I should redo the, uh, yeah, maybe I still have the video. I did a Lady Death project that I kickstarted. And all I wanted was the two, they had a, a, an homage cover and the regular cover. Oh, no, an, an homage cover for the comic, full comic. And then the sketch comic where it's like just the the pencils not 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 inked or colored and uh so i got that and then they're like they gave me a lady death pog slammer they gave me a <laughs> lady death guitar pick a lady death pencil bookmarks stickers lady death condom lady death wooden coin a they, lady death wait, condom wait, 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 wait. a lady death condom yeah that is amazing. Yeah. I, I, I hope you I, didn't I, use that. Why would I use it? I'm, I'm not a bachelor. I'm married. <laughs> I mean, just say it. You may decide you don't want to have kids right now. No, I don't want to have kids. That's why I finish in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> or two days later. <laughs> <laughs> With a robot. <laughs> I do not consent, Moses Magnum. Yeah, say it slower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, man! You didn't. I, I don't know. Well, maybe I missed it. I don't know. Did you mention that 
his Doctor Evil costume is a is a gray T-shirt and a stocking on his head. <laughs> no, I wanted you guys to. Watch <laughs> oh, dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> and he put like a shoulder pads in it. Uh, Burr also in chat. He says, "What's the point of only having one? One figure will be so lonely by itself. He needs buddies." Um, and he says, "Yeah, it's better to get the deal. It's a better deal to get them all now. Get a refund on that Rick and Morty bullshit to get all the figures." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just sitting there thinking. I'm like, I feel like <laughs> Burr says Lady Death Cockring, Lady Death Ball. There was so much stuff. I find that video. I actually did an unboxing video to do for our our um <clears throat> our Instagram TV, but I I just never posted it. So I'll probably I'll see if I still have it and do another voiceover for it. That'd be cool. See, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. I'll get that why, condom why and do an unwrapping. Why don't the three of you, you, Oz, and Jay, go in on the $160, and then that way each of you can have a figure, and, uh, then, yeah. and then you bequeath it to the other one upon your death. Now, I watched that episode of The Simpsons with Radioactive <laughs> Man number one. It doesn't work out. Yeah, you can it, only leave the descent. That would no, just no, Radioactive number, but that was only one comic between two people. Lawrence, this is like Lawrence, literally three I, figures between three people. If yeah. if we bequeath each other uh, on upon our death, the, the rest of them, then at some point we're in a Mexican standoff. Yeah. Isn't that a Mexican standoff? Well, like, it you, is when we have a target on our backs. You're like, okay, I don't need the sketch variant anymore. Let me borrow the Batman face joint. Why would I ne- not need the sketch variant? Isn't bequeathing a woman thing? <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, literally, each one of the three of you would have a figure. You can trade up between the three of you whenever you want to. Look, I don't want... And I then eventually one person will end up with all three. I, I don't a... want to wish for Oz or Joda to die. You don't have to wish point. for them to die. Uh, if I want all three figures, yeah. And that's more expensive than the 160. Their, their deaths is what you're saying? Yeah, because you know. Their deaths are more expensive than $160. I would definitely, I don't know if you guys have your shit in order, so I would help out the family, even even as a gesture, not not as a, not not as a, you know, like, I I wouldn't wait till they put a GoFundMe or anything. I'd just, hey, here's an envelope full of cash. Hope it helps. Yeah. I, I listen. So I, that's I'm like I mean, come up with solutions. Least, I'm trying. That's, I'm that's trying to ease the burden of all of you so that you can have what you want. No, that's more. And burden. You don't have to come break off an arm and a leg. I'll be. Uh, it'll cost me a thousand bucks for three figures that way. Why? What? <laughs> Moses once again. Moses like you know what? I'd rather have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, if I have nothing, I could continue being angry at Todd McFarlane for doing it at this time. Like if you if you would have done it when he announced it, dude, the hundred sixty will be gone. And I wouldn't even be worried about it because I already made that money back because I was working. You know what I mean? I hear you. So pff, I would have got two. At the I'm end not. of the day, you would have gotten you would have gotten two fig two sets of three figures. Yeah, and you know Larry could have a, an awesome birthday present. Oh. Or Joe, because Joe came first. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> So he would get it. Oh no! Well, Oz is in June, but he don't. He don't want spawn toys. Is it like if I get this uh, this artist proof spawn? Like, can I color it? Is that yeah, gonna hurt the value? It's your toy. You do whatever you want with it. But is yeah. it gonna hurt the value though? Well, yeah, because you you're terrible. <laughs> I'm actually decent. 
Dude, why would you color it when there's a version of it in color already? Well, he got he had practice with his uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Like that can that can make it look what, like like he's in the Green Lantern Corps. What'd you say, Jay? Like, what if we get a colorist to do it? Like, that could be our white cover figure, <laughs> and we get else to color it. Jay's like white color figures. It's a new thing. No, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I could totally understand the idea of a custom coloration. Like, I, there's a guy that does that um, with Transformers, where he, like, literally kind of makes them look, uh, like, cell shaded. He colors them from male to female. Wait, what? What does that even mean? It means I need You a... know, like, Transformers. Wait, what? What it really it's means like, is... Transgender. Transformers are transgender? That's the joke he's making. Is that... Oz, that doesn't make any sense. I know. <laughs> I, I was going to say that means I'm now switching from whiskey to beer. What? What? Man, Oz. Stop this, Oz. Stop it. He really wants to be on every day. Cell shaded transformers, Oz, custom paints. You have pictures so of if that. So you, if you custom painted, like say for instance, that spawn figure, someone that you know does this, and that's like what they do, I could totally see that. But I don't know, man. I don't know if I would just do it like as an amateur. Amateur? How dare you? You don't do it professionally. You don't know that. I I do, Oz. I know you. I'm a professional artist. I'm not saying that you're not artistic, and I'm not saying that you don't have talent. What I'm saying is drawing or coloring something on a page is different than doing a figure, and that's not what you do. You don't know that. You don't know you don't know my, my Warhammer days. <laughs> Look, post post your best looking Warhammer figure in chat eyes. Go for it. Now already I'll sold. Look at it. The whole collection gone, sold. Speaking of, uh, I don't think you were here when we talked about this, but did you watch the new Warhammer trailer for the animated movie? I don't even remember you guys mentioning that. Yeah, I don't think you were on when we talked about it. But have you seen it? Has it come on your radar? I'm assuming no, though, no. since you said that. No, but I'm definitely going to watch but, it now. I mean, not yeah. right now, but you know. I've been meaning to watch that myself. I didn't watch it yet either. But I, I would like to see it. Why? Does it look good? Yeah, it does. Okay. I mean, Warhammer is kind of tricky to get right because the stories on it are so convoluted sometimes. You know, even going through the games, oh. it's a little, it's a little rough, man. You, there's a lot of stuff you have to you have to know. <laughs> I put a picture yeah. of one of those those Transformers in chat just so y'all could see it. It's a guy, uh, L.E.K. Customs, or, or I don't know if it's Leek or Lek Customs, but L.E.K. Customs. It looks fucking sweet. Man. And that's like literally, I think, a, uh, I think it's one of the like Hasbro toy line joints and literally just takes it apart and piece by piece and repaints it and puts it back together. It was pretty crazy. But you see, like, it, it has, like, that whole, like, 
cell shaded cartoon kind of feel and that's like but it's a friggin 3d like it's a regular in, in real life figure it's amazing Burr says it looks like borderlands megatron <laughs> oh agn's in chat what up scott i don't think he's listening to the stream though but yeah but yeah that that's a cool looking thing and and you know like i said oz i don't mean to friggin discount your talent because i'm sure you're very talented I'm just saying, the figure is so good, you may want to get someone that does that for a living to do it. But if you want it as your own project, hey, it's your money, right? You bought it. I'll, I'll tell you what. I will take it to Todd McFarlane himself. You'll what? I'll take it to Todd McFarlane and say, paint this No, shit. listen, Todd doesn't do that either. The Todd is not a professional. He created Todd the character. What are you talking about? Todd, Todd's a professional comic book artist. Right, that don't he's to got do with three D figures. That means he's got like like the the surgeon hand where it doesn't shake. No, right? Listen, Todd McFarlane will mess your toy up. Yeah, but oh. it's a Todd McFarlane painted mess. Oh, up. listen, <laughs> I think if it's terrible, no one cares. I think I, first of all, there's a whole group of people that just wouldn't believe you because they're like, "Why would Todd do this to his own toy?" Well, I would take a picture and video. <laughs> like you don't but, go to the pawn shop without proof that the person did it. <laughs> Haven't you Wait, seen Pawn you gotta Stars? Have, you got to have cert- certificate of authentications for for your local pawn shop, <laughs> or a picture. The picture's fine. <laughs> you don't watch Pawn Stars, huh? I don't. Oh my god, you're not missing much. I, listen, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> like, no, I don't watch any reality shows that aren't like straight up contests. I mean, it's a contest of wills. No, <laughs> no, those, those. It's like those the, most most of those are yeah. either like honestly the only the only reality shows that I watch semi regularly because not even regularly is like maybe if you're talking about like say like Chopped or Master Chef and then like Ultimate Fighter like those those are the closest I come to watching on a regular and I haven't watched either one of those in probably about two years. You should watch Court Cam. I'm definitely not watching that, Jay. Court oh, you Cam? You're law. Yeah. Yeah, I love law, but real law, not fake reality no, law. No, it is real. It is real. It's outrageous moments in the courtrooms. <laughs> I could just go to YouTube for that. <laughs> it sounds like World Star. Right. <laughs> Organized. Burr says, Todd McFarlane is some amateur hack with no talent whatsoever. Mary Young. I didn't say that. I'm Todd McHacklin, that... right? Huh? Todd McHacklin, is that what we're calling him now? Listen. Oh. <laughs> I'm so bad at Jay still for calling that fool Hack Ross. I was like, who's Hack Ross? <laughs> I, was like, I don't know who that is. I've never heard of that person. Hack Ross. I'm going to email McFarlane right now that I'm pulling out of his Kickstarter because you convinced me. I didn't convince you to pull out the Kickstarter. I told you don't paint the figure yourself. That's not the same thing. Then why even have it? You know. And I told you. And I told you don't let Todd McFarlane paint it because that's not what he does either. You I, don't. I, I promise you. You don't present you, an artist with a blank canvas and tell him don't touch it. You know how you know how much money you probably have to pay Todd McFarlane for him to agree to do that. Ten bucks. Like. I'm sure that he has a price. 
but it'd be a lot of money because like not only the time because I'm sure he wanted to come out good, but he would just be like, that's not what I do. Like I, I'm sure that there's a certain amount of money that would be enough where he'd just be like, oh man, I guess I gotta give this a shot because this fool's paying me too much money to not try. You don't think he would <laughs> do it for a sick child? What? I need to find a sick child. Would he do it for a sick child? I don't think so. Ah, uh, that hatred, that that hateful because, bastard. Because Todd's like, I don't do that. I'm writing a story about how how Lawrence claims Todd McFarlane hates Make a Wish kids. Privileged things were evil, but damn. <laughs> it's like Todd. I'm sure would be like, hey, you know, I don't do that, but I would love to give him like a custom sketch or her a custom mm-hmm. sketch. Oh sure, you know, I'm sure. Fuck, fuck what like, you Todd, want, kid. Todd, Let me give you what I want to give you. Forget your fucking wish. Yeah, I see. No, yeah, definitely. I'm glad I didn't back this. Thank you, Lawrence. I uh, <laughs> I posted a picture, a screen capture of the video that I did. You can see up in the left hand corner the lady death condom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Is that Wait. a magnum? No. No. It's just regular. Oh. Well, you couldn't even use it if you wanted to. No, man. I mean... (laughs) Yeah. Charlotte hates sick children. Mary Young. I didn't say that, Burr. (laughs) Back to some news real quick. Uh, Yes. Steve Kreinberg, co-creator of Herman's Head, dies at 73. Damn, I loved Herman's Head. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, he died on March 30th, so it's been a while, but I'm finally getting to this news <laughs> today. Her- and um, he, uh, yeah, he won a daytime Emmy for writing questions on Hollywood Squares. He died of complications with uh, with diabetes and other illnesses. So Damn. yeah, all right, peace. Unf- yeah, like I get it, Herman said, but that is unfortunate. Herman's Head is a show that you could reboot easy. Yeah. I mean, they no. did it. Isn't, isn't Inside Out that? No, no. Inside Out is not oh, Herman's Head. It's, it's the same track. concept, but totally different direction. Like, Herman's Head as a TV show or a movie would be hilarious right now. Especially considering, like, you know, like, like you could, like, you could do multiple Herman Head's TV shows right now. Like, do one for, like, the like, other movie. Movie with the ghost was funnier. Say what? The movie with the ghost was better. What's the movie with the ghost? What are we talking about? Uh, I don't remember the name of the movie, but it's the one kid and he sees ghosts. Six and, sense. Uh, Six sense. No, basically, like at some point, like he's like a little kid, like a baby, and at some point, his parents are worried about him. Oh, and so the. Like disappear, and then when he's older, the ghosts find out that they could use him to like uh, fulfill their last, uh, you know, their last regret or whatever. And so they go back and talk to him, and like they get him to help them uh, so they can move on. Um, you're talking about the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's heart and soul. Right. Now, what's that have to do with the conversation we're having right now? Because it's like Herman's head. It's a similar concept. Like the way they each, each of the ghosts is like a part of his personality. Or they bond with that part of him, I guess. Wait, is that what happens? 
No, kind of. It's like, like they're each different personalities. Yeah, and they kind of raise them. Only... Say that again, Joe. Only he could see them. Yeah. It's just better. It's better than Herman's head? I, I mean, it's a great yeah. movie. Like, you should check oh. it out. No, okay. And I'm but I guess what I'm saying is like different It's hard to believe you haven't seen it. Like that was totally your type of thing. Yeah. And it, it has sounds a- like my type of thing, but I'm trying to understand though, and and keeping in mind now, I very well may have seen this movie and don't remember. I know you've seen the memes. Heart and soul movie memes? Yeah, because they use it to make fun of um uh, Aunt May and Tony Stark. Ooh, can you put that in chat? Yeah, I'll find it. Okay. So, so, but what I'm trying to understand is, okay, so it's four different ghosts. They have four different personalities. Yeah, were, huh? Just like Herman said, there were four of them, and they had different personalities. Yeah, but different ghosts having different personalities because they're different people isn't the same as four parts of one person's own personality, right? I mean, the only thing that's the same is that they're four. Yeah, I guess I just dislike Herman's head so much. Why do you dislike Herman's head? It's just not good to me. Oh. Like, ironically, like the Christmas episode? Wait, no. I'm thinking about the other show. That was also terrible. Wait, so Herman's head is bad, but Saved by the Bell is good? No. <laughs> Saved by the oh. Bell is mediocre. Just well, but a is better Herman's mediocre... head mediocre? No. No, Herman's head is not mediocre. It's less or more? It's less. Wh- why? Dream On is good. You can Wait, watch what? that. What is That's Dream like On? You know what Dream On is. It's it's like Herman's head, but instead of personalities, it's TV show clips. I, Y'all lost me. I don't I don't know what's happening. I, I'm like that's not the same thing, it's, right? Like it's hilarious. Okay, it, it's let me, better. Let me ask you this question Even though. Even though there's only one TV show clip at a time, it, it's better. But I, I, what is it that makes Herman's head bad to you? Because I don't understand. It's like the writing was good, the concept is good, the acting is good. Like, what's wrong with it? I actually, I honestly just didn't like any of those things. Like, <laughs> we watched the same show, but we felt completely different. You thought the writing was bad. You think the concept is bad, and that the 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 acting is bad? Uh, not the concept necessarily. But the execution, definitely. The writing, the characters, the execution was bad. Oh, wow. Okay. That's wild. And, like, bad, like, period. Not, like, like taking into account it was the 80s? You know, maybe if I rewatched it, I would like it. I just remember really, really, really disliking it. I think you should watch it again, Jay. I think, I, like, I would be... I would be sh- I would not be shocked if watching it today, you were like, actually, this joint's hilarious. Like, I feel like Herman's going to hold up. Now, I don't know that for a fact, because I haven't watched it since the 80s either, but from my recollection, it would hold up. 
We all know your recollection. <laughs> no, I, and, and hey, that's what's real. That's what's real. It's like I very well could be remembering it with rose-colored glasses. Um, Wait, Mo, did you like Turbine Set or no? Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I also enjoyed Dream On and Heart and Souls. So, okay. Do you think Herman Set holds up? I think the concepts do. Um, some of the little bit of chauvinism and stuff is not going to do well now, but but I think it, I think it kind of does. There would be some okay. modifications if they made a, a new one, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you know, you definitely there are things you could do in the '80s you can't do now. I, I'm just trying to figure out. Like I'm like, why does Heart and Soul even come into the conversation? Like, just because it's four people. Well, there was yeah. people. It was six people in Herman's head, but why are there six people in Herman's head? Because there are. There's the four that that are in that that picture, and then there's the two ladies, the other two ladies, the blonde and the um, the one that does the Lisa Simpson voice. Wait, there were other personalities in Herman's head other than the four main ones? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't even remember that. I just remember the four main ones. What? what where did the other two come in? They were all in the head, like, they, they, from the beginning. It's I don't just, remember like, that at all. Like, the blonde chick was, like, his libido, and then uh, the, what was it? The Lisa Simpson one was, like, more the analytical... This nerdy dude right here was his like fear, and you know shit like that. Oh, I gotta watch that again. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I I remember the Lisa Simpson lady, but I'm not seeing her in any of like the posters for for Herman's head. She wasn't the part of the main cast. I don't believe she was in the head. Oh wait, or was she the girlfriend? She might have been the girlfriend. Oh, you know what? The blonde was probably the girlfriend. Lisa Simpson was in the head. Right. Okay, so you're remembering a person that was in like real life as if it was in the head. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that that, that makes more sense. Was the black guy? Like, in I the only head? remember the four, and I could totally see the idea of like maybe a fifth person popping in or something for some reason or in an episode or whatever, but I mean I just remember the shows being those four people inside of his head trying to like muddle oh, through his decisions. Oh. I mean, I will say this. Herman's Head is one of those shows where, unlike most of the shows in the 80s, because we know more about things than we did then, it wouldn't suffer. All right. Yeah, Lisa Simpson was in the real world, too. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, so then it was literally just the four people in the head. Yeah. Okay. Well, My that's bad. dumb, man. I hate that show now. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What what other news do we have? Uh, uh this what? just came in. Mm-hmm. Uh reportedly, allegedly, Todd McFarlane was spotted kicking a small sick child. <laughs> <laughs> it's unclear whether the, the child was, was sick with uh with the COVID nineteen or or just, you know. Something awful, but the the kick is is reportedly not said to have helped them at all. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Allegedly. 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 Like this fool's drunk off of his millions. 
his million. It's up to one point five. Like friggin' Todd McFarlane out here kicking kids because he doesn't know how to paint figures. It's terrible. <sighs> I wish I had that kick sick children money. Me too. <laughs> He's like, y'all heard uh, of Kickstarter, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kickstarting his life. Damn, why did I make that kid. joke? God damn. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did hear about this story, Tom uh the story uh Tiger Claw posted in chat. Uh, Brian Dennehy of Tommy Boy and First Blood fame died at yeah. 81, 81. I thought he was dead already. Oh, jeez. Did he just die or did he die because of COVID? I mean, he's 81. It could be either one at that point. Yeah. And I Brian, mean, I, that, listen, I, like, that's why I asked the question. I'm like, it could be either one. So I'm just like, well, yeah. I, mean, right I didn't now, read the article, so I don't know. It's <laughs> Jay's like, I just read the headlines. It's the worst time for celebrities to die right now because they're like, everybody's just breezing through them because more people care more about the virus than. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's natural causes, they said, not COVID related. Well, COVID is a natural cause. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a virus. It's not. It's nature. Oh, is Lawrence saying now that the Chinese government developed it in their lab? No, I'm I'm saying like catching a virus isn't dying from natural causes. It could be a natural virus, virus? but huh? I thought viruses were natural. No, no one's saying viruses aren't natural. But when you say someone died of natural causes, is basically saying their body gave out. Well, the body gives out because of the virus. Like if you if you're old and you catch pneumonia, they don't say you die of natural causes. You die because you got pneumonia. That is natural causes, actually. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. Like, it, it's very rare for for somebody to just shut down. Usually, there is an underlying thing that killed them. Naturally, Literally, people die in their sleep all the time. Don't yeah. tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> like that is exactly what dying of natural causes is. Look, like, probably... I, saw, I saw a nightmare on Elm Street. Also, that's not how it works. <laughs> I don't even know why we're having this discussion. What are you all arguing about? Like, when you catch a disease, that's not dying of natural causes. It is. All I know is that the remake wasn't as good. The remake of what? (laughs) Nightmare on Elm Street. Who's talking about that? (laughs) Who's talking about that? Oz did. He just brought it up. Don't listen to Oz. You know what I did like about that remake was that <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence doesn't understand segues. <laughs> We're over here producing a professional show and Lawrence is like, wait, why are we talking about this now? <laughs> now I'm sure right now he thinks he, I mean, that motorized scooter thing. It's, listen, I know I'm not keeping track of the days. Is this Friday? Is this free play Friday? Uh, Is that what's happening? Uh, Burr in chat says, if you get run over by a car, you died of a natural cause. It's just natural that a car would kill you. It's not natural to survive being run over by a car. The, look, the Burr's right. I, I was wrong. I, I, thank you for explaining it to me. So I get it, Burr. Thank you. I, I'm sorry, gentlemen. You, know, you all we, are right. It, I, I would not play that rap of music. Okay. I wasn't ready for it. I'm sorry. 
all the time wait what why is your volume all the way up all the time oh uh, we didn't even do the heavy metal minute yeah that's why it was up because i was ready uh, to rock uh, all right no well, like when, when if i'm doing are you ready to rock <laughs> if i'm doing something on that end like when i was looking for the Todd McFarlane video i have to put the volume down in case something plays yeah and then i don't have a mark for putting it up and i don't want to buy another cough button just for that <laughs> So, yeah, I'll buy a fucking cough button for that. That's my final thought. All right. Well, stay tuned for a heavy metal minute after the show. But, uh, yeah, uh, Joe, man, give us some final thoughts. My final thought for TV Thursday is a TV recommendation. Uh, Check out DuckTales. It's really funny, really good. The third season just started. The Rescue Rangers cameoed. It's good stuff. Now, when he said DuckTales, am I the only one whose head went woo? No. Okay. Oh, you're no. not. No. I'll, I think all of us did it. Uh, Larry, I mean, Oz, give us some final thoughts. I just did. I got to buy another cough button. Okay. <laughs> Larry, man, give us some final thoughts. Take care of yourselves and one another, folks. Make sure that you're checking in on your loved ones and make sure that you're doing self-care. Whatever you need to do to make sure that you're keeping yourself happy and sane during this time of us self-isolating. I self-cared before the show. And I'd like to welcome listeners in Lithuania, Estonia, Austria, and South Africa. Welcome. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) For the rest of us, catch us live every day, 10 a.m. here on allgames.com, as always. About a month ago, uh, Chris Taylor Brown from Trapped, you know, early 2000s, late 90s, met, uh, new metal band, has a couple hits with Headstrong and Still Frame. Uh, he went on a Twitter rampage. He went on a political Twitter rampage in support of President Trump. And, and he, he, went, he was really trolling the people that were anti-Trump in this whole pandemic situation the criticisms you know and he started trolling everybody he got a little little extreme with some of his statements and it took three days for the whole beef to really like explode like everybody in the metal core scene started talking shit to him and it went it went for a long time it was been a month and there's still rumblings and the most recent one is <laughs> with iced tea he started going after Ice-T because his band Body Count is... Chris Taylor Brown is claiming that Body Count doesn't pull in the numbers that Trap does. Out of nowhere, he started talking shit about Ice-T. He says he's a good actor, though, and but I, I, Ice-T's not having it. He's not amused. 
he basically said, uh, keep talking. Eventually, we'll, we'll run into each other. Which set Chris Taylor Brown off more, accusing him of being threatened and everything. And eventually, uh, the second tweet that I see told him, he said, uh, ice cold fact. Never confuse popularity with respect. And that's it. That's all I see has ever said to him. But we'll see. It'd be interesting to see them meet and shake hands. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I talked to you about Ticketmaster and not honoring a lot of the returns. They're having a hard time with it. And they how they secretly, quietly changed their policy to not have to issue refunds for postponed uh, concerts. So now, after getting the ire of all the, the customers and, and even a congresswoman, uh, basically, I forget her name, but she, she tweeted, she goes, it's good to see Ticketmaster doing the best they can at this time to give shitty customer service. So <clears throat> Ticketmaster is responding to all that by basically uh, changing their policy again, and it's putting it on the artist. So it's up to the artist to refund the money or the promoters instead of the ticket venue where they bought the tickets. So yeah, it's a little strange. They're putting it on people that aren't working and yeah, I mean, I understand Ticketmaster's problem. I mean, they they can't keep up with that much <laughs> that many refunds. They can't give them, give all that money back. Some of these were bought months ago. But yeah, Another news that Dave Lombardo, the greatest drummer on the fucking planet, is working on a new project called Satanic Planet. And uh, he's he's uh, teaming up with the bassist from Dead Cross, his other band. Uh, I forget his name, Justin something. But yeah, they're working on this this new project. So that should be, should be interesting. This is some of the good music that's going to come out of this home isolation time. Uh, Blues Funeral is dropping a free sampler featuring Elder, Domcraft, The Obsessed, Spotlights, and more on their Bandcamp website. They also released a new shirt with their company logo. Um, some of the bands on this sampler are Howling Giant, Big Scenic Nowhere, Solace, Daxma, Lowrider, Lord Buffalo, and The Obsessed. And then there's a few more. But yeah, it'll be interesting to get some new music from them. little sampler. I miss getting samplers physically. I can download this one. Despite the pandemic and health experts warning that concerts won't return till fall 2021, Tommy Lee of Motley Crue for, uh, fame has declared the band's big comeback for this summer is still a go. He's not he's not postponing. They're not there. You know, if you remember these these shows went up for like four thousand bucks a ticket. So he's like, we're doing it. We're doing it. But we'll see. We'll see how that that turns out. Uh, bassist for Motley Crue, Nikki Six. He's um, he's basically he wrote a big post on social media, showing like you know right now it's time to spend time with her family. But he says, don't worry about sports concerts or getting back to your life before COVID nineteen right now. Just pray, meditate, and let go of the outcome right now. Right now is the time to just be kind to each other and try to help those that need help. Uh, so he's not speaking to or against <laughs> this um, summer Motley Crue tour. I'm Moses Magnum. This has been Heaven Middle Minute.